to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Where the devil am I? Is this not magic? You aboard my ship. You're now many fathoms under the sea. Welcome to the Nautilus. Call me Nemo. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Elizabeth Placencia. And I'm Tony Hooper. And this is where Dead Men Tell No Tales. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? It's I'm doing sad. great. <laughs> Very happy. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. Either you got a happy little puppy back there? Yeah, sorry. That would be my parents' dog. Uh, it happens. Don't worry about it. If she wants to get on the podcast, that's fine with me. I okay. will get her fur all over my dress. I'm not cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of your dress, what are you dressed up as tonight, Liz? Oh, I am in a steampunk outfit. So this, is my, this is my steampunk dress. For Halloween, and this is, yeah, so it, it befits tonight's episode, as Bobby told me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jules Verne pretty much is uh, what everyone thinks of when uh, when they think of steampunk. Um, cool. and speaking of Jules Verne, this is like what I've been waiting for, quite honestly. Um, I know it's Once Upon a Time, and that denotes fantasy, and pretty much that's where we've stuck for the past five or six years. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I like Jules Verne is one of my favorites. Like sci-fi is my favorite fiction anyway. Uh, and so Jules Verne has always been one of my favorite authors. And to finally see it represented here, uh, uh, no, you know, just spoilers, I guess. I, I This was probably one of my favorite episodes, at least of the season. Uh, maybe even favorite episodes of the show thus far, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Is what did the- you guys think? Uh, Liz, you can go. Um, I thought it was an okay episode. Um, I it's not my favorite, but I'm still loving the Evil Queen, her Queen's reign right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I it, it it had hits and misses for me. I do. I am enjoying the Evil Queen as a villain, definitely. And uh, what did you think? You know, just a short summary of like you know what you thought of the episode so of uh with Jules Vernon. Jules Verne, uh, Captain Nemo and whatnot. Who are you asking? Oh, Tony. I've I so, gotten your thoughts. I was asking Tony. I'm sorry. I guess I um, should have made that clear. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, but this uh, episode was great. It had its powerful moments where it really hit home, you know, as, you know, as, as a family uh, take on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, like, I mean, like, the, the, um, actions that um you know that that can take place in the past can follow you to the future you know i mean it you 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 would never know that you know your uh your past issues will you know will catch up to you so i mean like i really like this episode and how they tied that loose knot with um the um with the um uh actions that hooked you know took while liam was little you know so and uh uh, and how it really affected him you know for his future and his present so Mm -hmm. i really like this episode honestly (laughs) when i sit down and watch the episode i like i'll watch it once then i'll watch it again and take notes and Mm -hmm. then maybe even watch it a third time before we go to go to uh, air but what i try to do is try to like i feel like 
the the season has a theme and then each episode has a theme. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, as I've discussed before, the theme of this this uh, season thus far it seems to be is acceptance of oneself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that this episode in particular was about family, uh, but more so than just family, like the the relationship with fathers in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be fathers that like are actually your father, or whether that be like a stepfather, like like maybe like Hook is to Henry, or mm-hmm. whether that be will be <laughs> uh, like a quote unquote adoptive father that it seemed to be ne- uh, Nemo was to Liam. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I agree. Like I really agree with that wholeheartedly. So most definitely. Yeah, I agree too. And then, of course, the one other uh, fatherly relationship that doesn't seem to be blossoming uh, too well thus far, even though it is actually very premature, that would be Rumble and Bell's baby. Ooh. Yeah, that's a whole other story and a whole other soap opera itself. Yeah, what the, <laughs> I mean, I thought for sure when Bell came up to that door at the end and was going to throw the ultrasound at her, or I, I thought she was going to walk in the door yeah. and walk in on Evil Queen yes. and, and mm-hmm. Rumble and it's I was still- I was like watching that scene going like this. I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Mm-hmm. I was dying, wow. literally, literally dying with that. Do you think Rumple is into that at all? That's a very good question. I mean, like they ew. they both yeah, <laughs> ew, really ew. But they but uh but uh from they're both for their you know perspectives. They're both manipulative in their own way. So who knows? Maybe that wasn't even real. That was maybe the just you know for the uh, evil queen to get what she wants. I mean, like I, it's 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 what I, she does more often. <laughs> I I think it's a little of both. I do feel like there's something there with with the evil queen i think Mm -hmm. that maybe it was maybe some feelings that lied underneath the surface between the two of them Mm -hmm. you know back in the day and Mm -hmm. then now that this you know this version of regina this evil queen is what you know that's part of the thing that was stripped away was the underlying feelings that she had for rumple so i i feel like it's general it's a authentic coming from regina Mm -hmm. or evil queen i keep doing that um but (laughs) But I don't, I don't know. I I don't think Rumple, even he seems to be melting a little bit. He does seem to be giving into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. With every week, it seems to be coming, you know, like a much, much less of a, you know, an acceptance of it. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Tony, uh, I just realized that uh, it's, we didn't have it last week or the week before, so I hadn't even thought about it, but uh, Mm -hmm. Uh, you tried your hand at a rhyming summary this week. Uh, yeah. I'm to give it to you. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the, uh, it's not hard. To, it's not easy to do because I tried it myself and uh, I totally forgot about having you come in on it. And why don't you go ahead and hit us up with your rhyming summary for this week? Okay, you guys, uh, my very first rhyming summary. <laughs> Got to break it in somehow, even if it doesn't sound right or it sucks, but hey, we're going to try it out. So here it is, today's rhyming summary. Hook's ship has been breached by a special person who has come to teach. This captain needs a lesson. He needs to know that revenge isn't a blessing. Henry and Hook have been captured upon a place where Hook has been before. But his brother Liam has a personal settled to score. All of this takes place in this week's Dark Waters. Dark Dark Waters. So yes, I really hope that it, that it wasn't that bad, but hey, <laughs> it'll evolve each week, you guys. 
<laughs> it was great. Yeah, I, I'll give it to you, man. I mean, no one's as good as Bill. You can't. I mean, obviously, no one's mm-hmm. as good as Bill. But uh, good job, Tony. Good job. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I uh, getting back on topic. We're just gonna uh, never mind segues. We're going straight into this, Tony. I believe you have the next hook about or uh, next. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> the next Actually, thing you want. The next point. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to say something about the Regina Rumble or the Evil Queen Rumble mm-hmm. on in this oh, episode. Please, if you have something to be yeah, Yes, though. I do. Um, so I was screaming at the TV when she kissed him, and I was screaming, ew! Because you gotta <laughs> remember, he was a Cora, her mother. Okay, so mm-hmm. this is. This is a like this is like Mrs. Robinson. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, it's like it's uh, like the mother and now the daughter, and even even um uh, what's her name? Zelina has tried her hand. So this is like a family affair, and I'm not cool with it. It's really yeah. gross to me. You have I to agree. think about all the connections, and then it's just like no. No, don't go there. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we went there before. I mean, hey, we kind of like had that little run in with, um, with, um, God, I, her name escapes me, with Mila, you know, with, um, mm-hmm. basically Emma, uh, dating, um, uh, you know, her lover and then and her, her son, son at the same time. So it's at the same time, but <laughs> he has been with both of them and that was a hilarious episode. So yeah, I mean, like, we've been through this role before, but it's just much more kind of unsettling knowing that your sister, now you and your mother had something to do with Rumble Stilskin and it's like, ugh. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> like, creepy. It's really Ooh, creepy. It's very creepy. Okay. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say about that. So thank you, Bobby. No, you're fine. You're totally fine. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, Tony, you had something to say about Hook? So, yeah, um, I really miss this Hook that, that um, you know, this uh, Hook that, that used to be so, you know, evil and so, um, you know, and taking charge and everything like that. I really missed his censored episodes, you know, basically of what we got back in the uh, Queens of Darkness arc. You know, with him having um, a pass with Ursula and things like that, I really tend to like these uh, these uh, episodes when he's back in his pirate days, just because it kind of brings me back to how he used to be, and you know, because on how a character changes throughout the season. Um, you know, they stray away from their old ways and things like that. So, but I, I, I've really, you know, been very hooked on Hook's um, <laughs> past, you know, like uh, center episodes. And he's really right. changed as a person, you know, like, and I like how Henry is more, you know, is uh, getting to be, you know, accepting Hook in his life. And right. finally, also, Hook also has stopped keeping secrets. Thank goodness, you know, yes. I mean. <laughs> For now. For now. So, okay, for, for starters, uh, y- yes, Tony, I did love uh, this episode. Uh, particularly showed that, like, the different... I don't I don't know if he's quite as good as Lana Perea, as far mm-hmm. as uh, being, you know... But, but it did show us that Hook has changed quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, at least in attitude. But I, um, and then, I'm sorry, there was something else that you touched on that, I, that you just said that I was wanted to, I totally lost my train of thought as I was talking. Um, <laughs> oh, well, he changed as a person, uh, Henry accepting him, you know, for, uh, for who he is in his life. Him. Um, like I said before, it, it's, it's almost become so, sort of a stepfather relationship between, uh, mm-hmm. Henry and Hook. Um, you know, as far as the quote of the week, I guess if I, if I was going to pick one, it would be the, uh, what about that walking prisoner 
uh, Wookie um, prisoner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Wookie prisoner. But, but, mm-hmm. but Hook said walking. Oh. Walking. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then Henry said Wookie. He's like Wookie. That doesn't even make sense. What's a Wookie? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like if if anything, that would have had to be in you know the quote unquote quote of the week. And, and that's another like a, that gives us a um an insight into Hook because like most of our other characters. Like it looks like Jasmine has pretty much um uh been adapted to adapted yeah to modern life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aladdin, you know, like you have all these other people who've adapted to modern life, whereas Hook, he's been here, you know, like he's very you know, like he even he I guess he finally changed into somewhat modern clothes, uh, but mm-hmm. even those modern clothes have a very pirate feel fire yeah. yeah yeah pirate feel definitely and so he's been here for god knows how long and he still doesn't even know what a wookie is since season two yeah right. he's been here for he four years he doesn't and have that checklist that captain america had in the avengers he hasn't had the time he's constantly saving emma or is it you know someone's needing to be saved he doesn't have the time mm-hmm. to watch movies yeah but it's come on like even people who've never seen Star Wars know what a Wookiee is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been so six years in like society and not know what a Wookiee is. But unless you're a person who doesn't care <laughs> because you're not from, you know, anyway, it just gave me a, a, a very cool insight into Hook. And I thought it added a bit to the character. Definitely. Uh, but anyway, uh, you wanted to say something about Hook and Liam? Uh, yeah, um, I did. Um, so I am really thrilled that they finally tied in this untold story mm-hmm. of uh, Hook and Liam. Because, you know, was it last season that Hook killed his father? I think it was last season or the season before. I can't remember. Things but I so never... Up with Because of the half season stuff. Mm-hmm. I never forgot that this story happened where he had you know killed his father i never forgot about it and Mm. it always played out in my mind like well what happened to that little boy you know like what happened when he discovered his dad was dead or you know so we got to see it play out and he was a revengeful he's just like his big brother Mm -hmm. he's revengeful and he wants his revenge and he didn't know it was his older brother that did it you know he you know but once he finds out it's like it's crazy and it just i'm really glad that they tied up that story that it had it seems like a a positive ending at Mm -hmm. first you know it, it wasn't good, and then, you know, it, it, you know, in the hospital scene, it was like, okay, I think they're both working towards forgiveness, and I, and I really liked that. Mm-hmm, yes, uh, that was, uh, I, this is probably one of my, like I said earlier, this is one of my favorite episodes. Um, it, it very much harkens back to the first season of Lost, where you get your uh, few twists on the story as you know it. Um, even though Hook, I thought it was organic, you know, whereas other weeks you may have, like, say, like, and, and I know I've brought this up time and time again, but you have the Monte Cristo episode where everyone seems forced into the story. Whereas this week, like, it makes sense that Hook would, you know, everything about this makes sense. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. No, that's not to say there weren't faults you know the the one thing that i've had a huge problem with this season uh is like them just brushing totally brushing past things like mm-hmm. um like where did that harpoon come from i don't remember that from any of the jules verne books um uh or any other mythology for that matter uh it was a cool item you know it was it helped Definitely. them further the story 
Mm-hmm. But there's so many times that things like that happen that just like here, it's here, here's this plot device and there's yeah. no explanation given for it. Just like what, like how did the evil queen get the shears? What was it? She said, uh, an undersea creature still owed me a few favors. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what she I, I kind of had a, I kind of had a theory on, on how, on how much of a reach that she has throughout, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the show and everything like that. I'm thinking that maybe the, the, uh, you know, she had a run in with the Kraken maybe, you know, like uh, because of her dark experiences or maybe just maybe she caught up with Ariel again and forced her to, you know, to do something at the time or maybe it was during that time throughout when um when arrow you know was uh going um through the realms and things like that and she says oh hey i'm, I'm gonna need a favor from you later on or something like that maybe but your mind shouldn't have to go through all of that to yeah to get you the know point. what i'm saying mm-hmm. like they should they should be able to explain it better than just to have her say some random line and then just like i said i don't know if either there's this actually this movie called thank you for uh thank you for smoking and like mm-hmm. it, there's a scene in the movie where like uh there's a cigarette company that wants to uh, to give money to the movie and they want to be able they want to have a scene with people smoking and they're mm-hmm. like uh but it's set in space how can we have people smoking there's like no oxygen you know that's not how you you can't smoke in space and then it's like we'll just have a line where someone's like you know thank god we created the so-and-so machine Mm -hmm. yeah i mean like i also like i also agree that we shouldn't have to jump hoops to you know to think about oh wait so where did that come from i mean is there some type of you know scene that we missed or something that just wasn't explaining and she just automatically just said oh hey i have this this is exactly what you need you know right i mean those those things always bother me but it bothers me even more when they're in an episode that I feel that otherwise is so well done Mm -hmm. because like I said, I mean, like, you know, of course there's time constraints. I mean, it's not like they could have a five minute exposition about where each of these things came from or whatnot. But like, uh, I think even Liz was talking about the shears to be like, where did these shears come from to begin with? We know mythology, but like, Mm -hmm. how did Jafar get a hold of them? Why? I mean, anyway, that, like I said, that's been my biggest gripe this season. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But like I said, what I think they did get right with this episode was I loved, uh, like you guys were saying about uh, the tie-up with uh, Hook and Liam and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I did not see that coming until pretty much the scene where uh, Hook was talking to Nemo and it was pretty much the scene, you know, showing you that this was the same person. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, exactly. it was in the middle of that speech where I was like, oh man, he's it's going to be Liam. I didn't see that coming at all, honestly. Honestly. Definitely. Um, Nemo in the books is a uh, he's like they say you know he's he's much into revenge. He's he's like uh, he, he's got a hard edge to him, and so mm-hmm. to to the Nemo we get in this in this story, it almost seems like it's like an older Nemo that's been through the tales of. Mm-hmm. Jules Fern and has come out on the other end a better man for it. Definitely. I mean, like, it's definitely one of those, you know, those once upon a time twists, you know, <laughs> basically. I mean, because and they, they of course stick to the story, but, but with a twist, you know, you know, to the, uh, uh to the fairy tales and the stories and things like that. So, I mean, right. it's great to have diversity in the story, but, it, but at the same time, though, they try to sometimes revere completely away from a story and try to tell 
a, a different story, but with the same character. Is what it seems like. Well, they they try to. Uh, I'm sorry. I know there's a term for what I'm trying to say. Uh, um, uh, something expectations. It, you know, they 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 try to veer away from it, but not too far because, too far. Like, mm-hmm. and it's a fine line they have to walk because, like, you know, with some characters, like sometimes people don't care. People loved Pan because of what they did with Pan and uh you know that's a fine line to walk you know there's actually some people were upset with what they did with Pan as far as making him a villain yeah. and whatnot mm-hmm. um I, I like that twist if anything <laughs> I believe they had a hard if I'm not mistaken they had a hard time in getting the rights to use the character because mm-hmm. that was mainly it. because of what they were going to do with the character because the uh JM Barry estate is so uh protective of the property of Peter Pan Mm-hmm. So but, most definitely. All right. So, uh, let me see. We were talking about the once twist. Uh, it uh, looks like we pretty much. Uh, um, boy, we really didn't have a lot to talk about this episode, did we? Uh, <laughs> it just seems like it. I mean, like it was such a great, <laughs> powerful episode, but then you kind of go the next day, and it's like, oh, well, see, I don't remember. I find, I find sometimes that it's it's easier to talk about the episodes that you hate than it was to talk about the episodes. You like you like mm-hmm. because like when I mean I don't know about you guys but when you like an episode like I said this is one of my favorite episodes but like there's so much that you like about it that it's almost hard to like to come back to, to it come, to pick like what you you know like oh what about this and what about that. But whereas when you hate it, oh my god, you have so much to talk about. <laughs> like I, I mean, I guess. Like I said, to reiterate, I I I really loved this episode just because of the way uh, the way they use the the way that Hook tied into the story and it felt organic. Um, I love the uh, the exploration of uh, family and loss of family and what uh, what it what the word family means even you know I mean like like Nemo kept saying you know that believe it or not that you know this is your family we're part of your family although that seemed to be a bit too like jump in the gum like you know dude I've known you for like three days we're not family right we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't possibly be family in a spread yeah, of three let's, days let's, <laughs> let's be friends first then we'll talk about family about family <laughs> i mean exactly um, but, but um but what i would like to see is nemo's story as far as like what led him to where we see him mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would be nice an origin story you know what? And now that I'm thinking about this, um, I, I saw in, on Twitter last night, I think it was Hope that was saying that uh, 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 I'm getting tired of them, of these one-off characters being killed. Did, did anyone get killed last night? No. No, very close, but no. Right. Everybody yeah, was I thought Nemo was going to die, but they, they saved him in the hospital, right. so I was like really was happy about saved. that. that, that yeah. I was happy about that, but the whole writing of that didn't seem to jive as well, to be honest with you. Because, mm-hmm. like, so, okay, he was stabbed in the gut by Liam, and then mm-hmm. Hook left, and then what? They They, like, instantly found the mysterious island? It's either that or the key kind of looks similar to Cinderella's key for the other shoe. Well, that's the, another the, thing that, too. Like, are there more? Is there more than one key? If not, then how did the key end up in Cinderella's thing, or was mm-hmm. the Cinderella thing before this? And if so, then how did that key end up here? Because there's uh, got to be multiple keys, right? Yeah, there's exactly. got to be. There's that's the only way it makes there. sense. Exactly. Or maybe it's just like um, the uh, storybook. 
you know, the key is there for when you need it. Okay. Maybe, maybe okay. like, maybe, like maybe if people have a need to want to put their story on pause or anything like that, maybe mm-hmm. the key just finds its way to them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very good point. Very good point. And um, another thing I wanted to mention about the whole hospital scene there, like, okay, uh, I kind of got derailed there in the middle of thought. Okay. So I was saying that Nemo got stabbed and I guess they instantly went to the mysterious Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there he's paused and he's fine. And then they've been back in Storybrooke for, I don't know, I would say at least a week or two. It's gotta be at least a week. They haven't been there long. Uh, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been like any definitive answer on how long this has been happening, but it's been long enough for everything that happened with Hyde and Jekyll to happen and mm-hmm. everything that's now happened with Evil Queen to happen. And, you know, so, I mean, it, it feels like it's been a significant amount of time. So in that amount of time, he's just been wandering Storybrooke with a knife wound in his abdomen. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, it's just as unexplained as, as uh, Aladdin season one. <laughs> but uh, I, still, I still don't believe Aladdin. I still hold true to my theory that Aladdin is the cloaked figure and there's something, you know. He seems to be the only suspect besides the evil queen. I right. Mean, that's you know, like I said, the that's, others would be completely easy to that's tell. My you know? theory, but I mean, they, they haven't really they haven't really played their hand towards that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I they have other stories to tell. I mean, yeah, like it's probably not like I think what they try to do is that they try to keep um us on our toes and you know like saying hey we're going to tell you these stories and then out of nowhere we're just going to surprise you and say hey so today we're going to talk about the hooded cloak person oh (laughs) you know so they haven't even mentioned her or the person in the past few episodes really and -hmm. i guess the one other thing i did want to mention is that so liam was in the hospital because he got bonked in the head by the hook yeah and then like he he was like hooked up to machines like you know like oh god it was a lot more serious than it was i I know i know that that whole hospital scene that whole (laughs) hospital scene was just like oh god like i like the the sentiment of the scene but the writing of it like i said the the why was liam in there that made no sense he should have Mm -hmm. been injured more than he was uh nemo just like i said just was wandering around for two or three weeks with a with a you know beating from the gut i mean (laughs) anyway uh i believe liz did you have anything else you wanted to say about the evil queen yeah i really enjoyed her in this episode i've been enjoying her in every episode and Mm -hmm. I I kind of enjoyed how she pointed Henry towards the shears because I didn't want that to be a long time secret that Hook was keeping. And um so I enjoyed that and then I enjoyed seeing Regina versus the Evil Queen, that little confrontation at the beginning of the episode. I enjoyed their witty banter back and forth. And um to 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 get a little off topic with it though. Uh, with Regina revealing the shears to Henry, the way Henry starts treating Hook, it's like this whole time Henry has been okay with Hook, he's been getting used to him, and now all of a sudden he's upset with him again. And obviously it's because of the shears. But you could see earlier before he discovers the shears that he's not happy with Hook being around the house. And he reveals later why that he, you know, it's, it's pretty much he just he doesn't want him to come in between him and his mom's special relationship. And I, I, I haven't been through that in my own personal life, so I, I don't really understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, I kind of do as like a viewer perspective is, you know, he's just 
he he wants to keep his mom to himself but at least that's what i'm thinking but um mm-hmm. i i really did enjoy those aspects of the the episode and i'm glad that hook and henry are bonding because it, it's good well the relationship Definitely. between a father and a, i mean between a, a boy and a stepfather can be pretty contentious at best yeah. Um, I, I've been down that road. Uh, but the one thing I will say is that we've never really gotten that until this episode from Hook and, and Henry. Actually, that's not true. Um, there was, I can't remember the name of the episode or what season it was, but I remember there was a scene, uh, back, I want to say season four or three, okay. um, maybe four, that Henry was, he was in, Regina's office and he says I don't want your help you're a dirty pirate and I don't want you talking to my mom and he was just ranting and and Hook was like oh Emma talks about me <laughs> you know so I, I remember I remember that scene where Henry was like really upset that Hook was in Emma's life okay mm-hmm. but to be fair ever since then it, it it seemed it seemed to be a pretty uh, amical relationship between the two of them, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would, I would say that maybe their relationship has gotten better over the seasons, and and it's growing to, so it just to what it weird. needs to be. It felt weird yeah. to see Henry a bit distant from him in this episode. Yeah, it was like a in, step in this episode, back. Exactly. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now maybe, maybe that's because of Hook growing closer to Emma, because that didn't they didn't Emma live together. Right, that's what I was just going to say. Didn't Emma just recently, like in the last episode or two, ask Hook to move in with her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is together. a big, huge step. Mm-hmm. And so. then also to touch upon another thing that Liz was saying, as far as the secrets go, I love that they're not just drawing these out, because that's mm-hmm. what I've always hated, is all of these people keeping secrets from each other, as we stated before in another episode, that it's just like, you know, obviously that's where half of the your problems come from. So just... There's the secrets. Yeah. And how, how long they're all kept so they can create the soap opera drama. Right, right. But um, the, I guess the one secret that really is being held still is just David's, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's just the only secret. But I have a feeling that we're going to be going in, you know, into that episode pretty soon. I hope so. I think so, next please. week. Well, hopefully, because we didn't even see David at all this week. Oh. No, he was there. Was he? He was there. A little bit. You know, very short. This was a very hook-centered episode. Oh, no, I hear you. But we did, you know, we saw snow and Rome. I mean, for... It seemed to me that we touched upon more or less every character, with the exception of David. Mm-hmm. Like maybe because his time is coming up either next week. That's exactly or... what I'm saying. Maybe he yeah. took a mm-hmm. week off because he's going to be playing a larger role in the next week's episode. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I mean, it looks like we've uh, hit the end of our discussion, for, our main discussion for the episode. Did you guys have any other thing that maybe came up as we were talking that you wanted to touch upon, or? No, I'm good. Mm-mm. No, that's just about it. All We've right, all folks. talked about it, and we talked about twists too, right? The uh, the um, once upon a time twists, and uh, we did. Like but did you have anything else you wanted to add to it? Um, no, I don't. I don't really think so. You know, yeah. I mean, there wasn't really a lot of once twists on on Jules Verne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I guess the biggest twist, like I said, would be in the Jules Verne character or Jules Verne, the uh, Captain Nemo character himself, Definitely. and the fact that Hook was integrated into it. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then actually the mysterious island thing, I did not see that coming at all when they called, uh, when they pretty much said that the mysterious island is the uh, land of Ontold. I still wish there was some, like, like how did that place come into being? Right. Why is that place there? I have a feeling that we're going to, you know, get through that. Touch upon that before the end of the season. I would say definitely because every land isn't just created on just sheer imagination except for neverland (laughs) okay that and okay that is the one thing that i i like want from this show now like Mm -hmm. i love all the character moments i love the i i for the most part like where the story is gone Mm -hmm. but if it it, if we were going to have a final season or a final season or two or something like what i want to be known is uh the origin of the author the origin of the lands the origin of the storybook or storybook storybook um just how did all of this come to be because Mm -hmm. we've never really gotten like any answer at all with like you just said with the exception of uh neverland Mm -hmm. You know, there's never been any inclination as to, like, how, when, where, why all of this is happening and exists. Definitely. Or maybe it has always existed in its own, you know, and and in its own way, and then it shows itself to people who are willing to take what they're getting from from it. Well, see, that's the thing too, though, is that so many people have so many different theories about, like, about what I just said. Mm-hmm. That it almost feels like if they were to, they could never live up to anyone's expectations. Right. It's so I feel like that's probably why they're steering clear of that. And and unfortunately, I'm not getting my hope my hopes up for you know I don't think that we are going to see the origin of the land of untold tales or the mysterious island or whatever you want to call it before the end of this season. Right. I, I I think that it's just going to be just like any of the other lands where it's, 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 a it's place just that, there. Yeah. It's a, it's a place that exists. A place, and yeah. Moving on, moving on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But in, in the spirit <laughs> of moving on, uh, this week's arbitrary scale, we're going to go with 1,327 rivets of the Nautilus. So, <laughs> Liz, out of 1,327 <clears throat> rivets of the Nautilus, what do you, what did you, uh, uh, what do you give this episode <laughs> and why? Um, out of what number? 1,327? <laughs> so I see it on the, okay. Um, oh my god, I guess I'll give it a 1300 out of, off the top of my head. Um, it was a decent episode. It wasn't perfect by any means because it doesn't in- involve time travel, which is perfection to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's not season three. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed the episode and I've never seen or read or anything, anything about 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So it was like an introduction to, for me. And I really liked Nemo's character. I thought he was a really nice, nice man. So a nice captain. So um, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, Tony, what do you think? Um, I'd say thirteen. Um, well, not thirteen. One thousand uh, and three hundred and. 15 okay. rivets of the Nautilus. That low. Low? Mm-hmm. Low. Was that low? No. That's, that's 15 more than you had. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> is a pretty big number, so like even 1,300. I can't 30. count right now. <laughs> <laughs> too much candy, clearly. Too much candy. Well, no, you anyway. would think you would be the total opposite, you know? 
Perky. <laughs> no, but for as to why for my um rating, I really enjoyed the episode too, and and how um it really ex- you know explored on how on how this show has touched you know uh, you know basis on um revenge, not you know fulfilling your 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 you know your life as a whole. It's going to just leave an empty void. You know, basically exactly what Maleficent said back in season one is that it's just going to be an empty void. You cannot you know you can't feel it you know and and i really liked it you know for um i I really liked the episodes specifically upon captain nemo reasoning with hook saying hey you know you you have a family here and we're willing to accept you and you know and any type of um any type of um um a situation that you're coming out of and that you don't need to deal with it alone or you don't need to deal with your issues as a person alone so i really like this episode for a lot of that and, and you know and all, and all the uh, hook moments because i missed hook i'm like I'm, i missed his previous life you know of him being evil captain hook so i liked it okay um and what about you <laughs> thank you tony um <laughs> i've got to say um boy i mean i'm got i'm guess i'm going on a bit of a curve here because you guys rated you guys both rated it pretty high mm-hmm. uh even though you know you, you had a few harsh things not totally hard anyway uh <laughs> um okay like i said before i love this episode i love jules verne I love the hook story and how it all integrated into uh, Captain Nemo's story. Nothing, you know, how it all, nothing felt forced. It all felt more, uh, more or less organic. Um, so I didn't like uh, the whole brushing past things, but I don't know. If, you know, um, you almost have to just brush past them, brushing past things anymore because mm-hmm. that, they're just going to do that if they feel. Like this episode wasn't near as bad as uh, the last episode or two has been about that, but it, it definitely had its moments. Um, and the, actually, the one thing I did forget to mention, you know, another reason I like this episode: everyone gave Emma crap for going into Hades to get Hook. Everyone, and like I seem to always be like the only person who was like, you know, you wouldn't, you know, do whatever you could to save the person you love, and when it came like you know henry was upset at first but when hook explained himself to henry henry understood because there was no malice you know behind hook's actions he was doing it out of love and Mm -hmm. uh when he told emma what happened and emma said i understand i would have done the same thing i like said out loud you did the same thing exactly you You did did the same thing it it wasn't i would have done the same thing you did the same thing Mm -hmm. so exactly I like that it wasn't they, they didn't draw it out and make it seem like Hook was being all sinister or anything. Because mm-hmm. from the moment it happened, I knew that Hook was why Hook was doing it. That he wasn't like trying to you know further his own agenda, mm-hmm. exactly. other than his own agenda being that he's in love with Emma. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. that being said, uh, <laughs> I guess my arbitrary scale. That's a long winded say, long winded way of saying that my arbitrary scale will be uh one thousand three hundred eleven. All right, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like I said, that's pretty high, though. I mean, I I almost like that's judging on the curve you guys gave. I almost feel like I'd give it like a twelve. 1250 mm-hmm. because like there's still brushing past things there's still you know the negative things that happen on this on once that make that have made people turn away 
but I mean, and I've tried to tell myself that this is what I'm going to do. Like, okay, I'm going to watch this episode and not think about any episode that's come before it. <laughs> so like a lot of times I almost come away with two different ratings. The rating of me just sitting here watching a story and then me sitting back two hours later and trying to fit that in with all of the continuity that's happened thus far. Definitely. I agree with that. But uh, let's see. We do have a few uh, listener feedbacks. Uh, you know, you guys do not. Uh, we were getting a few feedbacks before, and I know it's been a rough start. But uh, please, if you're listening, send us some feedback to uh, uh, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, let me see. Twitter is gfstorybrook and uh, or at gfstorybrook. I'm sure you guys know that by now. Uh, and then but you can always send us in a voicemail at 424-274-2352. That's 424-274-2352. And, oh, let me see. There we go. First, uh, well, I guess the only two emails we have are from uh, Bill in Orlando. Take it away, Bill. Hi, this is Bill from Orlando. I wanted to give you my opinion on this week's episode of Once Upon a Time. Ew. Ew, 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 ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Trailer for next week looked okay, though. Bye. Okay, so I don't know if that was just pertaining to the last few moments between the Evil Queen and Rumpel or the whole episode in general. Uh, but <laughs> who knows you. what that was? <laughs> Feedback, Bill. Well, I know he wasn't a fan of the Rumple Evil Queen scene, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, we also have another voicemail from Anne Marie. Take it away. Hey guys, it's Anne Marie. I'm just calling in about this week, Once Upon a Time. And, you know, I'm just glad that you guys have taken over the show and still love it. I just feel they have twisted themselves into so many different backstories and new stories and fitting in backstories where there really is no time left to have them. And even then, it's still hard to follow. So um, keep up the good work, and I'm glad you guys are doing the show. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is is so true. (laughs) Yeah, like I, I mean, like I said, there's there's two ways to rate the show. There's the way that of just watching the show as you're watching it, and then. Actually trying to sit back and, and, uh, enjoy it. Yeah. But, but see, that's the thing is like, I feel like the show is enjoyable week to week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's later on trying to, as Amory fit, uh, Amory said, fit it into everything else. But like I said, I, I didn't feel like there was a whole lot of, uh, I feel, I felt like this week's episode fit in rather nicely. I didn't see a whole lot of uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Plot holes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just didn't. See, yeah, I didn't see like a whole lot that was like, you know, why did that happen? Where did you know? Where does that fit in? I, I do mm-hmm. feel like it all gelled pretty nicely, to be honest with you. And and I've hated for the most part. I mean, I didn't like um, pretty much any of the backstories we've had this this whole season. I liked the Cinderella story. That was all right. <laughs> um, but for the most part, you know, the backstories, you know, like I said, that's why people have been leaving the show is because 
of them trying to like retcon everything. Mm-hmm, definitely. But, but I do feel like this could have been an adventure that Hook went on and didn't feel like telling anyone because it's part of the story of him and Liam that he hasn't shared with anyone. Mm-hmm. Even even when he was talking to Henry in this episode, he told him, you know, yeah, you know that I killed my father, but what you don't know is that my father had a son and I left him there to be an orphan. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, but I believe we did have one other feedback, uh, which was just a uh, t- something about uh, where was it? I believe it was last week. They. There it is. A video from a comment on the video from last week. He says, Agra, uh, uh, me and Tony, I believe, were talking about portals. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, portals. They, they were uh, leaving Agra, uh, getting back and forth from that. Or how did Aladdin travel from Agrabah to the Enchanted Forest so easily? Mm-hmm. That, that was my question. Uh, he says, Agrabah is actually supposed to, oh, I'm sorry, Matt C. Uh, this was a comment on the video, I believe, on YouTube. Uh, Agrabah is actually supposed to be the same world as the Enchanted Forest. The entire world is Fairytale Land, which consists of the Enchanted Forest, Camelot, Arendelle, Dunbrock, Agrabah, etc. Now, see, didn't we have a portal to Arendelle from the Enchanted Forest? Um... I, okay, so wait, the uh, portal front... Okay, so... um, No, it was basically in... Um, they didn't... No, no, they were from two, no, like they, like uh, they were from two different um places in the uh, Enchanted Forest. They like, in fact, they weren't even in the Enchanted Forest. Arendelle was basically like a uh, a boat ride, like two days, you know, a two day yeah. boat ride. But That's yeah, what I remember. But if it's a boat ride, then it still would be technically the same world. Yeah, the, yeah. the same world, but but very far apart. They're not like right next to each other, like Arendelle and and the Enchanted Forest are like neighbors. No. No, 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 no. I understand that, but I guess that, that that's pretty much what he's saying. Mm-hmm. That you know, there's a fairy tale world mm-hmm. that consists of you know, like say the Earth is this fairy tale world. Let's say you know there's seven continents, and each you know one continent is Agrabah, one continent is uh, Arendelle, one continent is uh, Misthaven. Is that what they mm-hmm. call Enchanted Forest? Yeah. Yes, right. Misthaven. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that you know that's. And I guess that makes sense because then like in the black and white world, the land without color, then you have like that world would be uh, Kansas and Germany and Transylvania and Mm -hmm. all the things, all the stories we've seen from a land without color. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But uh, yeah, so that's it for our feedback this week. Again, um, we miss talking to you guys. Uh, there's no one in chat tonight uh, at live.universebox.com. Um, now, granted, this is Halloween, so you know I'm sure there's people out uh, trick or treating, right? Or having fun, or with their trick or treaters, or giving out candy, or doing whatever other Halloween stuff, you know. But uh, but we're here giving you this podcast, and we want to <laughs> hear from you. So, we are uh, dedicated, right? <laughs> we're very quiet but we're devil so, <laughs> we're dedicated <laughs> so if you have any feedback at all after watching next week's episode please run to your computer you have no time at all less than 24 hours to let us know <laughs> what you think you can leave us a voicemail at 424-274-2352 you can hit us up on twitter at GF Storybrook, and you can always send us emails at greetings from storybrook.com 
So, um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for this week, guys. Um, Not quite as structured as I would have liked it to have been. It's a little loosey-goosey, honestly, tonight. But we're still getting the hang of it. Um, But we're here for you guys. Uh, You guys wanted more greetings. Uh, We want more greetings. And uh, we hope you enjoy what we're giving you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, What if... I guess that's going to be it. So, Liz, where can we find you uh, on the internets? You can find me on Twitter at Queen underscore Liz 87, I believe. And on Facebook, it's my name, Elizabeth Placencia. Placencia. How do you uh, P-L-A-S-C, right? P-L-A-S-C-E-N-C-I-A. All right. And then, Tony, how do we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Hoops900. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's just about it, where you can find me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you can. he's gonna he's the one who uh, leads our chats every week at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Monday nights after Bill and Amory tweet, live tweet uh, the Gotham show from their Legends of Gotham account. Um, and then, of course, you can always find me uh, sending in voicemails every week to Legends of Gotham for Bill and Anne-Marie. You can find me here hosting every week uh, greetings from Storybrooke, co-hosting with uh, Elizabeth and Tony. Uh, again, 9 p.m., live.universebox.com. Uh, there we go. There we go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> We would love to see and chat with you next week. And then, of course, you can also find me on Twitter at InevitableHawk, H-A-W-K-E. So, until next week, reading from Story Guys, (laughs) (laughs) okay, ready, (laughs) and we're out.